fans, and welcome to episode 17 of the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. I'm the host, Mike Folta, the director of broadcasting and communications with the team. Please do subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Amazon, wherever you tune in from. For more team info, Twitter and Instagram are both great places for that. That's where we post a lot of updates. That is at ATL Gladiators on both of those spaces. You can also follow us on Facebook and find team information online at atlantagladiators.com. Today is Tuesday, January 18th, and today we have on Gladiators Forward Cameron Kiley. Kylie has kind of been up and down with the Gladiators and the Belleville Senators up in the AHL, uh, but he's been playing really well here recently for Atlanta, so we had to make sure to get him on in this week's episode. Quick little rundown here for the Gladiators. Atlanta right now sitting at third place in the South Division, just three points out of first place. Florida, the first place team with 44 points. Atlanta in third with 41 points on the season. The Glads are red hot. They have won seven of their last eight games. They have won six in a row on home ice. A big part of that has been with the health of the forward groups. Gladiators getting a lot of guys back. We saw Cameron Nault return to the lineup the last couple of games. Mitchell Holster had come down from Belleville, where he had been kind of dealing with a knee injury, trying to rehab that. They sent him down to Atlanta to get some playing time, and he has been nothing short of spectacular. Holster with eight points in four games here for Atlanta. He had three assists on Monday night's uh, win against Florida. He also had three assists on Sunday's uh, win over the Norfolk Admirals. So three helpers for Holscher in back-to-back games. Pretty unreal stuff. Uh, Then he also had goals in his first two uh, ECHL games. Uh, His first one back on Wednesday against Cincinnati, then on Friday again. He had the overtime winner against Jacksonville here at home. So Holscher has been outstanding. Those uh, first two goals for Mitchell Holscher, by the way, his first two professional goals as well. He had seen some time up in the AHL the last couple of years, uh, but he had not recorded a goal. He'd only played in nine games before coming down to Atlanta. We mentioned that Cameron Kiley's been great. He has four points in his last two games. Uh, The Gladiators picked up a win on Monday against the Florida Everblades, again, the best team in the South Division, without their two best defensemen. Atlanta was missing Derek Topadich. He got loaned up to the AHL and the Chicago Wolves on a PTO, so it's still uncertain whether or not he is going to be making his way back down. He did record an assist, though, in his first-ever AHL game, so congrats to Derek Topadich. But the Glads were missing him on the back end, and they were missing his defensive partner, Tim Davison, as well, because Davison was participating in the ECHL All-Star Classic down in Jacksonville, a really unique event there at Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena on Monday night. Davison put up two assists in the All-Star game as the All-Stars defeated the Jacksonville Icemen. It was kind of a weird setup. The Icemen uh, themselves were actually playing against the All-Stars in the uh, All-Star game. Not really a fair matchup there. Uh, the, The league's best against one team, but it was still a cool event nonetheless. So that's kind of the state of affairs right here for the Gladiators. Atlanta has two road games coming up this weekend against the Florida Everblades, so a chance for them to potentially jump all the way up to number one in the South Division, depending on what Jacksonville does. But let's get to our Sens segment this week, where we give updates on the NHL and AHL affiliates for the Gladiators. We have the Ottawa Senators up in the National Hockey League, and the Belleville Senators, also in the Ontario province, in the American Hockey League. 
The last game for Ottawa was back on Saturday, and it was a memorable one. The Sens came back to beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-4. Ottawa put up five goals in the third period to come back and break the Oilers' heart or Oilers fans' hearts. Uh, one of the most incredible games of the season, really across the league. Uh, one of the best comebacks of the year so far, especially from this pesky Sens group that has been playing really well here recently. Remember, Ottawa hardly won any games at all in the month of November. They won one game in November. They lost 11. But if you go back to the start of December, look at the teams they beat. They beat the Carolina Hurricanes, the Colorado Avalanche, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Florida Panthers, and then you also throw in the New Jersey Devils, Calgary Flames, and Edmonton Oilers. But Carolina, Colorado, Tampa Bay, and Florida, that's four of the league's best teams right there that Ottawa has taken down. The Sens are 7-3-1 in their last 11 games. So they are trending upwards, but they are still the sixth team out of seven clubs in the Atlantic Division. They are buried at the bottom uh, of the Atlantic Division. Uh, They're still 11 games out of a playoff spot, uh, or at least out of that fourth spot, I should say, in the Atlantic. So they have a long way to go. But keep in mind that Ottawa has only played 31 games this year. That is tied for the fewest in the league. Uh, So they still have a lot of games in hand to potentially make a run, but it is a deep uphill uh, climb for the Ottawa Senators. However, like we said, they are playing better as of late. Ottawa is in action tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. At the American Hockey League level, we have the Belleville Senators. They lost last night to Syracuse after winning two in a row against the Rochester Americans. Uh, After that loss to Syracuse, Belleville is now last in the North Division. So uh, not great right now for the B-Sens, at least record-wise. We do have a bright spot, though. Igor Sokolov has been outstanding recently. And prior to that loss uh, on Monday, Sokolov had a hot streak, five goals in four games. Uh, And he now has 21 points in 27 games with the Belleville Senators. You might have heard Sokolov's name pop up a few times with some of our past players Uh, that we've had on the podcast mentioning him and and how impressive he was when they got to see him maybe at training camp up in the AHL. Uh, But Sokolov now with five goals in his last five games after not finding the back of the net uh, on Monday against Syracuse. The next time that Belleville is in action is on Friday against the Toronto Marlies. So that wraps up our Sens segment. Now it's time to bring you our interview with Cameron Kiley. Before we get to that, we do want to mention our partner, Orthosport and Spine Physicians. Orthosport and Spine Physicians is now the official team doctor of the Gladiators as well as the naming partner for the Glads Home Ice. Orthosport and Spine Physicians specializes in providing state-of-the-art, minimally invasive treatments for complex neck and spine problems as well as sports-related injuries and conditions. They also serve patients who travel to their office from other areas in the southeast and throughout the country. Let them help you get back in the game. And now, Cameron Kiley. And now we welcome on Gladiators forward Cameron Kiley. Cam, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, the numbers have been great recently. Let's see, four points uh, in your last two games. How are you feeling out there? Yeah, feeling uh, feeling pretty good. Uh, obviously, it wasn't the start I wanted the first couple games. I was a little frustrated, but uh, yeah, feeling good about my game now and hopefully can, can, can continue on it. You mentioned having a bit of a slow start. That was, what, no points in your, your first five games? It took you a little bit to get the engine going there, huh? Yeah, a little trip down memory lane. But, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, pointless in five, and it was pretty dark. But uh, 
yeah, got the ball ball rolling, and obviously Mitch being here, we got some chemistry instantly, so that's mm-hmm. uh, that's been good. You mentioned trip down memory lane. Was that just like struggles from last year, your first year pro, or what no, was just that? earlier in the year? Uh, obviously, last year didn't go kind of okay. ideally. It was a bit of a bit of a crazy one, but I mean, uh, looking back on that, kind of reflecting, it, I learned a, a a ton, obviously, in I think a short period of time. And uh, I think it's helping my success this year. You mentioned the slow start here this year a little bit, but then you know after those first five games, you've turned on the Jets here, and now you've got 16 points in 18 games as we record this here in the middle of January. Uh, has anything changed for you after after those first five games? Has anything kind of snap, or once you got the monkey off the back, the, the floodgates just kind of opened? Uh, yeah, I think it's a bit of uh, obviously Piler's been great. Uh, he's given me you know kind of a a bit of a runway to kind of run with things and, you know, play my game. And uh, he's been extremely instrumental. And obviously the guy's been great, but I think the first couple of games I was generating and just, uh, you know, nothing seemed to go. And it was a bit frustrating for sure. But obviously now the boys are boys are hot, we're gelling, and, uh, yeah, things are going. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can continue to build on it. You recently, kind of right around the new year, you got called up to Belleville, but you didn't get to play in a game. There's a bunch of postponements. Was that frustrating, getting called up there but not getting an opportunity? Yeah, I mean, anytime you can get called up, it's uh, it's certainly something you look forward to. Uh, but, yeah, you want to play. You want to be an impact. And, uh, I mean, they're a great team up there, a great organization. So, you know, kind of wait your turn and come down here. They sent me down here to play some games, got some touches. So, you know, hopefully soon I'll get the call. I'm always interested because, you know, guys always talk about the difference between this level and the next level, whether that's, you know, the ECHL to the AHL or AHL to the NHL, and people talk about the speed, the decision-making, uh, but it kind of differs from guy to guy what that biggest difference is. What's the biggest difference from the AHL, where you've seen action this year, and then the ECHL, where you've been really productive this season? Um, that's a good question, actually. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's a little <laughs> faster uh, to different league. Obviously, there's guys from the NHL in and out, but... I think the big thing for me is, you know, down here, uh, I'm kind of the guy on the PP, like, can be that guy. And uh, up there, I need to learn to adapt to play, you know, a, a lesser role and, you know, be good at the, the one-on-one battles and the things that will earn me extra ice time. And I think that's what kind of coming down Troy Troy Mann really touched on is, you know, do the little things, like, go, go ahead and, you know, be the guy and kind of score goals and do that. But it's the little things that are going to get you back and, you know, uh, Piler's been trusting me on the PK lately, so I think that's big for my game moving forward. And if I can just keep learning to, you know, win those battles and you know little things like stick details, then you know hopefully I'll get back up. You mentioned Troy Mann, the head coach uh, of the B Sens. What's he like as a coach? What's he like to interact with uh, and learn from? Yeah, he's a he's a phenomenal phenomenal human being. Uh, he's a yeah a great leader. His uh, his practices are really demanding and. Uh, you know he's he's he does it in a personal way. So you know I really I've nothing but good things to say about up there uh really enjoyed my time and yeah it's uh certainly demanding but it's a uh, it's really good a lot of the uh, the fan the gladiators fans here in atlanta probably have never heard of belleville before <laughs> this year take us uh take us up to ontario what's belleville like as a town what's it like to play there yeah so honestly i didn't know a ton about it either even <laughs> being from canada but uh it's a really small town it's kind of like like home in a way for me it's uh you know, there's not much going on in a sense. Like in the winter, uh, everyone's kind of prides on their hockey, their teams there, and uh, Belleville being that. But yeah, not much going on. Few restaurants, uh, little to no li- uh, nightlife. But uh, <laughs> Kingston's not far. But yeah, good small town. It's Every- like right on the lake, right? Yeah. So I think in the summer, it's actually like a really hot spot. Like people from Toronto, like that's their getaway. And 
uh, yeah, on Lake Ontario, obviously, or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good cottage spot, I think. Like, okay. there's actually, yeah, good, it's a good spot. It's a good spot. But here, you know, in January and February, it's not the worst thing in the world to be be down yeah. in Atlanta, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, Atlanta's been great. Uh, I'm really enjoying my time here. Uh, guys are great. The city just kind of getting used to, like, Duluth. Uh, mm-hmm. get, yeah, we went out last night for food and drinks after the, after the game. So so you guys kind of live up here in Duluth, right? Like, that's where all the apartments are for the guys? Yeah, so I'm in Johns Creek. So okay, yeah. honestly, I don't. I think that's Duluth. Uh, Close enough, yeah. So, okay, yeah. So yeah, see, I'm just kind of getting my feet wet here myself. But uh, yeah, so I'm at the Johns Creek Apartments. But yeah, I got you. So have you got to like explore Atlanta then at all? I mean, uh, when Kevin Mandelizzi was down, we mm-hmm. went to uh, the Falcons game. Uh, Tom Brady's in town, so we couldn't pass that up. We just got in from the road trip, and we got home at 7 a.m. I think, and we had to get up at nine to make our way down but <laughs> that was as far as i've got i think okay the, but so you, you've seen mercedes-benz then uh, yeah are you, what are you a brady fan then or uh but yeah full players fan for sure but yeah i had to see tb12 and his okay i don't know what well what'd you think what do you think of mbs then it's kind of like a spaceship in there the I, mean, right? I mean yeah oh, it's phenomenal. it was yeah it was nuts i couldn't believe it had you ever been in anything like that i'm trying to think like you got the bell center up in uh in canada and, yeah uh, like even that wouldn't like the size of the it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. No. No. But um, we, we asked about Troy Mann. I kind of wanted to ask about, like, what things you work on. You mentioned the PK. Um, you were in training camp with Belleville, correct? Yeah. What were some things that you kind of set out at the beginning of the year that were maybe going to be focuses and uh, or focal points for this season? Um, I think uh, coming into the year, just obviously I wanted to have a bounce back year, uh, prove people that you know I can play at the next level in the A. And I think that uh, a big thing we touch on is you know everyone at that level has skill, so you just got to do that little thing that'll you know separate you to earn that extra ice time or you know have let the coach have trust in you. And uh, I kind of touched on it before, but little things like sti- even like stick details, sticks. In What's lanes. a stick detail? So yeah, just like sticks in the lanes, like in the right positions, like be reliable in your own end, like. Your coach can trust you to get that puck out if you need to. Like, uh, yeah, if I go up there, I'm not gonna, you know, score every game. So I need to do these little things that, you know, can separate, uh, win my battles, you know, be hard on the walls, and obviously create chances when I can. What are those conversations like when you get called up? Because you've been up there a couple times now this year. Are they pretty honest with you? You know, like someone like Troy Mann, like is he gonna sit down and tell you like, hey? you're only here for a couple games and then we're going to get this guy back from injured reserve or what have you, or are they saying, Hey, this is your shot, like make an impression and, and then maybe you stick around. What are those conversations like? Um, uh, in, in my experience, it's kind of been obviously with COVID and everything, right. we, like there's no timeline on anything going up, I guess. So obviously you prepare as if you're staying and kind exactly. of, it, it's right. a, but at the end of the day, it is a day by day basis. So, uh, it's just kind of understood then. Yeah, it's just, yeah, kind of acknowledged that, you know, you're, I'm, I'm under contract, so it's, you know, they have the right to send me down, and, which is, you know, normal. And, but yeah, it's understood that it's day by day. And obviously, the longer you stay, then, you know, the more good things you're doing, you're learning. But uh, yeah, nothing's kind of set in stone. So when they do send you down on the flip side of that, what's that conversation like? Are they saying like, hey, go, you know, you didn't do anything wrong, go get some playing time? Is that kind of what it's like? Yeah, so that's more the conversation where they're, they're telling you like, uh, Basically, when I was up last time, it was uh, I didn't get in a game, so they were 
they wanted me to play, obviously, yeah. and, and I wanted to play as being, right. being a competitor. But yeah, that's kind of the conversation. Go get your touches. We need we need you to play. There's no point just practicing. Like, and then hopefully you can earn your way back up. Yeah. What's it been like here with head coach Jeff Pyle? He's a pretty honest guy. Yeah. But uh, but what's it like uh, playing for Pyler? Yeah, Pyler's been great. I love Pyler. <laughs> he uh, yeah, he's definitely honest. Uh, he's pretty funny. He's got some good sense of humor and. Uh, yeah, I think we've we've clicked really well for sure relationship. I've asked a couple different guys who's the funniest guy in the room, who's the one that keeps everybody light, and, and uh, I keep expecting them to say, you know, one of the players, but they, they keep going back to Pilers. Is he maybe like one yeah, of the, the funny guys in the room? Yeah, <laughs> if you could ISO cam him for a, for a night, it'd be, it'd be top quality. <laughs> That's great. So this is your second year pro. Um, what were your biggest takeaways from last year when you were with Allen and with, uh, with Indy? Yeah, so I was with uh, – Signed with Iowa, I never really got an opportunity. Just kind of, obviously, the way the year was with COVID and everything was a difficult year for everybody, not just kind of hockey related. But um, uh, I kind of learned to, you know, kind of keep my mouth shut and just play. Like things weren't going my way. Obviously, uh, I thought I was more deserving of some ice time and opportunity, perhaps, and it just didn't work out. But uh, you know, that being said, I learned to play that lesser role. Uh, I think I learned to do, like, little things in practice to try and stand out more. Uh, yeah, I think I'm taking that into accountability this, this season and just trying to trying to roll with how things are going. Well, now here this year, you got your uh, your old college buddy, Gabe Gerler, yeah. here in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys were together at the University of Prince Edward Island. How cool is that, that, that you guys kind of wind up with the same team here at the ECHL? Yeah, so when things were... Uh, when I was up in Belleville, I was kind of looking at the roster, and then uh, obviously saw Gertz, so started talking to him, <laughs> connecting with him again, and uh, yeah, it's been great. He lives, uh, he's at my apartment complex, so lives just a couple of apartments down, so I'm always over bugging him and uh, getting on his nerves or whatever. What, what was he like as a player in college? Uh, Gertz was a great player in uh, college, still is obviously, but he mm -hmm. was a little water bug. Uh, we actually were line mates, so. Uh, I'd say he's a bit of a playmaker, but obviously could put the puck in the net and uh, get under some guy's skin for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you're, you guys are over there, you're, you're over there bugging him every once in a while. Are you guys like playing video games together, or just hanging out, or, or what? Uh, he's a big uh, bachelorette guy. I don't know if I should say no. that. So the night of the national championship, I was trying to watch the football game, so they set me up a separate TV and. Him and Soup may have had The Bachelor on. You're kidding. He's yeah. he's watching The Bachelorette instead of The National in his Championship. Fairness, his girlfriend is in town, so I don't know if he was put up to that, but they seem pretty caught up on it. Okay. I don't know if we can let him off the hook for that. <laughs> Holy cow. That's a, that's a tough look, especially yeah. here in Atlanta. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, wow, Bachelorette. We'll have to ask him about that. What about uh, any other PEI guys? Are, have they made it uh, like to the ECHL here that you played with? Um, Like in... Not in Atlanta, obviously. No, no, no. no just, just elsewhere in the league. Yeah, yeah. no. There's actually uh, PEI is pretty good for uh, for guys coming out of it with the size being our size. But uh, Ryan McKinnon, a good friend of mine, we actually run a hockey school together in the summer. He was with uh, he's with Lehigh now, so he's up and down with mm -hmm. uh, Reading, I think it is. Um, other than that, the Flyers organization. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So and then in the NHL, we have Ross Johnson, Noah Dobson, Zach McEwen. Um, yeah, pretty good crop. I, I, explain kind of what it's like playing collegiately in Canada, because maybe for a lot of people down here, that's not a route that uh, that many American kids would take. Although Gertz is from the South, he, you know, he's from Miami originally, yeah, uh, and he made it up to to Charlottetown. But uh, 
Um, what's it like playing, you know, Canadian collegiate hockey? What's that level like in comparison to maybe American collegiate hockey or, or juniors? Yeah, so uh, Canadian college is divided in, I think, four divisions, maybe three. OUA. It's the, messy. The <laughs> West and then the AUS, which would be Atlantic. So I was in the Atlantic division, which is mm-hmm. referred to as the AUS. But it's a great league. Uh, UMB is obviously known as the powerhouse in that league. They generate a lot of great players. and uh, But, yeah, it's a great league. It's uh, highly competitive. Uh, a lot of good players come out of there. And What's the hockey like? Is it pretty similar to, to American college hockey? It's tough because I haven't played American sure, college, sure, yeah. but it would be, yeah, I think it's it's right there. Obviously, there's uh, their powerhouses would have a little more depth, I think, just mm-hmm. based on money and programs. But sure, uh, yeah, I think it's right there for sure. So you went to school uh, at Prince Edward's Island. You're actually a Prince Edward Island guy. You're yeah. from Charlottetown. I'm sure a lot of people here in Atlanta have never been to or heard of Prince Edward Island or, or Charlottetown or anything like that. So we asked you to, to describe Belleville. Take us through your hometown a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm pretty vocal about my hometown. I love it there. Uh, I refer to it a lot as God's country. <laughs> uh, but no, it's great. It's in the summer. It's definitely a lot nicer, but, uh, you know, full of golf courses, full of beaches uh, on the water. Uh Obviously, we have the the bridge connecting us to New Brunswick, but yeah, it's a small town, and everyone. So just northeast of Maine in the U.S., right? Yeah, it, yeah. So yeah. But okay, just trying to give people a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of we're reference. Definitely. Yeah, we're down. So east of Quebec, we're east of New Brunswick. We're the farthest east you can go, other than Newfoundland, obviously. Right. So is it like a big fishing town? Then? Yeah. So lobster fishing is massive. Okay. It's one of our main industries. That and uh, like farming potato mm. farming and then yeah so okay it's, it's 15 minutes you could be like downtown and then 15 minutes you'd be in the middle of nowhere and <laughs> just looking at fields and stuff but yeah it's pretty cool that way so is it pretty much all hockey there then is that a big part of the life there hockey's huge for sure yeah mm-hmm. uh we have the charlottetown islanders where i actually played junior right uh i think they're number one in the league right now with uh jim holton he's built an unreal program so uh shout out to them mm-hmm. and but yeah hockey uh they're definitely hockey crazy there and like I said, everyone knows everyone, and it's kind of just a small-town community where everyone gets behind everyone. So playing in the queue, were you kind of like the hometown hero then, a little bit? Uh, in your words, maybe. But, <laughs> yeah, in a sense, I guess uh, I was pretty fortunate that way. I lived at home, and, you know, we had some g- great teams when I was there, and I think we, we developed uh, 10 or 11 pro players from my last year's team. So uh, A couple pretty, of NHLers in yeah. there from uh, from your years there. I think I saw you played with uh, Sammy Blay, who's now with the New York Rangers, yeah, and then so. Ryan Graves, right, with yeah, uh, Colorado? So Gravy, me and Gravy are great buddies. He actually uh, billeted with my family the first couple of years on the island. So, uh, yeah, we still talk almost every day. And uh, Daniel Sprong was there, Philip Schlepik. Uh, he was with Belleville, actually, recently. But, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a been a hot spot lately. From from some of those guys, then could you kind of see like that NHL potential right away? Because cause they've made it up, um, whereas some of the other guys have taken longer to kind of matriculate their way up to the NHL. But could you kind of see that NHL potential in in those guys that you mentioned? Yeah, for sure. Uh, just the talent alone is uh, something I've been around my whole life. Obviously, the draft day may not have went the way I wanted but uh being around it and kind of knowing what you're up against uh I think is huge and just kind of comparing yourself to others from time to time to see where you're at is Mm -hmm. uh 
it can hurt you in a way, but I think it can be beneficial if you use it in a positive way. You played hockey in your hometown for seven seasons. You played, what, four in the queue, right, with the Islanders, and then three uh, in college with UPEI. Yeah, correct. So was it hard to then kind of transition to pro? And, like, not only is it a different level of hockey, but you're moving away from home where you've played yeah. for the last um, better part of a decade. Yeah, so I started off actually in Gatineau when I was 15. So, But that was, I mean, not an easy year either if you kind of look it up. But, uh yeah, Naughty, I'm a home guy. Obviously, that's that's kind of a given. But uh, I think I'm doing yeah much better, kind of being on my own, being a pro now, and you know learned a lot last year, and I think it's translating obviously uh, on mm-hmm. the ice. I got you. So um, take us off the ice a little bit here with uh, with what you're doing. I know you're bouncing around uh, between here and Belleville a little bit, but when you have some time to kind of settle down and, and decompress away from the rink, are you uh, are you a card guy or are you like going out to eat with the guys. I mean, are you a video game guy? Where, where are you? Where do you fall in that? We're right next to the ping pong table yeah, as well. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Gertz and Pelly's territory there. Uh, they get pretty competitive. But uh, honestly, haven't had a ton of downtime just in my time here, just because we're so busy with playing and stuff. So if we do have a day off, it's like today, just kind of come to the rink, get treatment, kind of hang out until supper, really. But mm. uh, got my Xbox set up, so kind of getting settled in. There you go. Playing a little bit of that, play some Madden, but. Uh, nothing crazy outside of the city, honestly. I got you. What about uh, what about road trips? Where, where do you fall on that? Are you just plugging in music <coughs> and and getting in the zone? Uh, yeah, I'll turn on a show or something, try <laughs> and get through it. But if we leave at the if we do the old midnight trip, I'll try and sleep. And <laughs> got a few of those coming up. Yeah, yeah. pray to God my eyes will close. What uh, what what shows are you on then? Uh, honestly, I'm gonna try and get into Yellowstone just because I've heard everyone talk about it. Oh, you haven't gotten to it yet, no, then, huh? Have you? I, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. Big Kevin Costner. Do you guy. recommend? It, it, the scenery is phenomenal. That's what everyone says, right? Yeah. But uh, it, it is good. It, it gets a little repetitive after a while. Yeah, I heard they're kind of dragging it on now. Yeah. But, I mean, how many different like cowboy scenes can you pull off? Right? Yeah. But. So I, I don't know if I'll <laughs> start that next trip or not, but that's definitely on the okay. on the radar. Gotcha. No bachelorette for you. Uh. Apparently, I got the invite back for next Monday. Really? Yeah, okay. So. so you were definitely partaking then. You were enjoying <laughs> that if they're inviting guest. you back. I was being a good guest. <laughs> uh, well, Cam, this has, been, uh, this has been great. You guys got a road trip here against uh, the Florida Everblades coming up. So we wish you the best of luck uh, in, uh, in that and the best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. Appreciate it. It has been really exciting to watch Kylie develop here offensively and also just kind of step into his fullness as an offensive player. Like we mentioned, four points in his last two games, three goals in his last two games for Cameron Kylie. So he has been a lot of fun to watch, both shorthanded and on the power play and really at five on five as well. Not afraid to, to go to some of those dirty areas in the ice and, and pull the puck off the boards and, and create plays uh, for his line mates. So the Glads have two games on the road here in Estero coming up. Atlanta, they'll uh, leave here pretty close to midnight on the bus on Wednesday night. So they'll drive through the night on Wednesday night and then Thursday morning, get into Florida uh, early on Thursday. It's about an eight, nine-hour drive all the way down there. And if you're not if you're not familiar with where Estero is, it's just south of Fort Myers, a little north of Naples. So it's a pretty long trek down there, but the Glads will make it down on Thursday, and they'll take on the Everblades on Friday and Saturday. Uh, that is 7.30 and then 7 o'clock. We'll have the games for you on the Gladiators Broadcast Network and on uh, Flow Hockey TV as well. Just another reminder about Flow Hockey TV. Uh, if you do have that subscription, you have access to 
every single ECHL game. You can go back and watch previous games. You can go back and watch the All-Star game and look for Tim Davison. You can go back and watch previous Gladiators games. And for every game, you also have the option to listen to two different feeds. So even for the road games, you can still listen to me on the Gladiators Broadcast Network, and you can listen to a Gladiators-based broadcast uh, even when the Glads are on the road. So definitely tune in there. And if you cannot uh, watch on Flow Hockey TV, you can also listen on Mixler. The Glads will always uh, tweet out a link to listen for those games. There's also a Listen Live link uh, in the Gladiators app and on the Gladiators website as well. So a couple big games here against the Everblades coming up. Uh, Friday will be the ninth meeting of the season between these two clubs. Uh, It's been a pretty even affair so far. Each team has won four of the previous eight games, so it's split right down the middle. The Gladiators have a couple of exciting home games coming up, a couple of exciting promotions, uh, including the Hockey Fights Cancer game that's coming up on January 28th. That is the next home game for Atlanta. They'll be taking on the Jacksonville Icemen. The Gladiators are going to rally around those still fighting the disease. They're going to honor the survivors and remember the fallen. We also invite you to come out to Gas South Arena on the 26th. So uh, that is a Wednesday. You can come out to Gas South Arena. You just have to pay uh, a small donation to the Gladiators Community Fund. Uh, Then you get to sign the ice, actually. So uh, you can write whatever message of uh, encouragement you'd like to on there. You can sign it uh, to say who you're fighting for, uh, if you'd like to do anything like that. But it's going to be a pretty cool event here at Gas South Arena. And ice signing, again, that is Wednesday, the 26th. And as always, if you have any questions uh, or if you're looking for tickets or anything like that, more information, you can always call the Gladiators front office at 770-497-5100. That's the Glads front office at 770-497-5100. Especially if you're looking for tickets, that's a great way to get hooked up because they will waive a lot of those online fees for you that you'd otherwise have to deal with uh, if you were just buying, you know, off your computer or off your phone. But those guys can help sort you out with a lot of that other team info as well, uh, like where to go for the ice signing coming up on the 26th and how to get involved uh, with the uh, Stick It to Cancer game coming up here on the 28th. That's a Friday against the Jacksonville Icemen. That's kind of a little weekend set there against Jacksonville. They'll play uh, the Gladiators on Friday and then on Sunday afternoon as well. But that wraps up uh, episode 17 here of the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. We'll see you on Friday and Saturday when you're listening in on the Gladiators Broadcast Network. Until next time.